0: Today on The Good Word, I'm remembering a time when I was about five years old and had my heart's desire, a bicycle. It was red and white and it looked fast. There was only one problem. I didn't know how to ride it. Luckily, my father put on some training wheels and I was off like the wind. I loved riding that bike, but every couple of days my dad would ask if I was ready for the training wheels to come off. So you can really ride, he said. I wished I could have kept the training wheels on forever, but one day my father said, It's time, and he took them off. Luckily, he didn't leave me alone on my first wobbly attempts at solo riding. He ran alongside, holding the back of the seat to keep me steady. Several times I reminded him, Don't let go yet, and he didn't. At first. Then once I said again, Don't let go yet, and I heard his voice, far, far behind me, yelling, Sorry, I already did. I was so surprised that I looked back over my shoulder and crashed into the grass. But I realized I had learned to do it. He'd kept me steady until I could do it on my own, and I got up, rode off, and never looked back. When Jesus gave charge of his work to the Apostle Peter, Peter didn't have a totally impressive track record. Remember, he'd wanted to walk on the water with Jesus, but his faith had faltered, he'd fallen, and needed rescuing. Good thing Jesus was there alongside him to pull him out and into the boat. Then Peter wept bitterly after realizing he had denied Jesus three times at the palace of Caiaphas, the high priest, just as Jesus had known he would. But now, the training wheels were off, so to speak. Peter was the head apostle charged with taking the gospel to all the world. Jesus wouldn't be there visibly anymore. But through the Holy Ghost which He would send them, they could feel Him guiding them and giving them direction and understanding. After His resurrection, He told them to go to Galilee, where He would meet them. Here's the account from Matthew chapter 28. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them, and when they saw Him, they worshipped Him. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Jesus says he will be with them always, even until the end of the world. In a way, it's like my Father out of sight behind me but steadying my bicycle as I made my first attempts at riding without the training wheels. But Peter and the other apostles, once they had been filled with the Holy Ghost, don't show any more signs of wobbling. After all they had experienced, they knew without a doubt that if Jesus said he would be with them, then he would be with them. No matter what the circumstances were, whether in jail or preaching to large gatherings or shipwrecked, or far, far away from home on their journey out to share His words. We see them filled with the Spirit and with confidence, not in themselves, but in the Lord who they know is with them until the end of the world. We all wobble a bit as we figure out our lives and how to live as disciples of Jesus while still attending to all the other aspects of growing up. Education, work, perhaps marriage and children— our neighbors, our friends. We may not be called to preach the gospel to all the world, but we are called to be his disciples in whatever corner of the world we do occupy. And filling our minds with the words and teachings of Jesus can help us build faith to trust that just like Peter and the early apostles, we will be led and guided and steadied as we make our best efforts. And he will be with us until the end of the world. And that's the good word.